This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. On the grains, some thought that the corn was not in the bins on the farm. The stocks report found it there as much as last year. 5.224 billion bushel is 22 million more than last year. Demand is not as strong. Ethanol plants crashed and are now recovering, but it will take a full economic recovery before they are all operating at capacity again. Corn exports have lagged as global competitors took the market share from us. The strong suit for demand was livestock consumption, doubly so from expansion in the backlog of livestock on feed longer because of the pandemic. Feed consumption is at its peak, and as the livestock industries moderate their production, that category of corn demand will weaken into 2021. The real problem is that despite the cheap price, nobody is making any money using corn. Ethanol plants are just barely profitable once in a while. And livestock producers are losing so heavily that COVID-19 aid payments will not make them whole. Integrated hog packers had a dollar a head positive margin Tuesday, and you cannot run a packing plant for a dollar a hog. Higher corn prices will make all that worse, not better. There's no shortage of corn this year, and farmers still have plenty of old crop to sell. The shock was the planted acreage report. It was so surprising that some highly reputable analytical firms do not believe it. I do not think that I do. It wasn't the fact that there were 5 million less corn acres than farmers said that they were going to plant in March. The surprise was that they did not plant 7.6 million acres that they said they would plant to anything. It just disappeared and went away. Prevent Plant or CRP doesn't explain it. We expected some shift from corn to soybeans, but it was 7.6 million acres from something to nothing. It didn't happen in Iowa, just every place else. Iowa farmers shifted 100,000 acres from corn to soybeans. That made total sense. Minnesota dropped 300,000 corn acres with none going to soybeans. Illinois dropped 400,000 acres of corn and 100,000 acres of soybeans. The acreage shift in the eastern corn belt was rather related, but landlords are not charging rent in Illinois on 500,000 acres. Going follow. Indiana dropped 400,000 acres of corn, but added 300,000 acres of soybeans. The big disappearance of acres was in the western corn belt. Nebraska supposedly dropped 700,000 acres of corn and 100,000 acres of soybeans, 800,000 in total. Did the Ogallala dry up? South Dakota dropped 600,000 acres of corn and 200,000 acres of soybeans. Did they seed row crop acres back to grass where they belonged? North Dakota dropped 800,000 acres of corn and 600,000 acres of soybeans. North Dakota had unharvested corn standing from the previous year, but the failure to plant soybeans is surprising. Corn growing economics did not work in the extreme western corn belt. You take their lower yield potential and ugly basis levels and the market was telling them not to plant. The cure for low prices is to reduce production and USDA says that is what farmers did like never before in history. Typically when crops go in early, timely, farmers plant more acres, not less. This was an abrupt change from February to April in what farmers planted relative to intentions. Here in Iowa, we did not drop any acres. They were all planted to something. That appears to have been an island of normality in an ocean of change, if it is true. Skeptics see some of these disappearing acres showing up with crops on them before harvest. 
The larger corn stocks, being the larger 2019-20 corn carry into the next marketing season, I do not see demand fully recovering, so usage will continue to drag going forward. We have a very good agronomic start to this crop. The 5 million acres of corn that was supposedly lost in space from March intentions were not the best acres. Farmers planted their most productive acres and have no idea what they did with the rest. That means that we can add to the trajectory of the trend line yield. With fewer acres, weather will now be more important than it would have been. Summer is ahead and forecasters were going for warmer temps and hit and miss thunderstorms. It was not full ridging, but there is likely to be something too warm and dry somewhere. The lost acres increase potential for the weather rally in corn. Year-to-year corn carryover is still likely to go up a lot, probably a billion bushel, so it is not out-and-out bullish. Yet funds are heavily short and now have a reason to buy contracts back that they did not have a week ago. Funds tend to operate in three-and-a-half-day windows, so that would extend buying into Thursday. The following week, the weather will determine the next move. Soybean stocks were as expected, and acreage was only up 310,000 acres. I think that they may find some more soybean acres later on. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com. Or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.